Let's just do it. Let's meet this thing head on. And you were you were in it to win it. I can get behind that. What's your plan? Don't die. Okay, understood, but beyond that. Don't die. We survive. That's just what we do. I just hope we can win a game. Welcome to Survivor, presented by Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. I am that dude, Jamie G, and I'm here with Magnum Mills to help you win your NFL Survivor and Eliminator Leagues for this 2022 season. Let's get it. I'm Magnum Mills. Thanks for checking out Survivor. Find us wherever you get your podcast by searching for Seize the Gap. Find us on social media at Seize the Gap FF. And you can find our YouTube channel at JoeBlowFootballShow.com. If you could, please take a second to rate, like, comment, follow, subscribe. One of those things even just takes you a couple of seconds. Helps us out a lot. Helps people find the show. We really appreciate it. And we'll be here every week to help you make a plan and survive. You might need to get lucky, but you got to bring the luck. That's what you're bringing to the table. It's a, it's a BYOL situation. And speaking of that luck, how did we do in week eight? Did the plan work out? Did we get lucky? Tell us. How's it going down? Fairly well, much like DMX. Maybe not every single track is the ultimate banger to end all bangers, but we both did pretty solid. We both had our locks, both had our deeps. Jamie G got there with the Philadelphia Eagles as his lock. I got there with the Minnesota Vikings as mine. Jamie G got there with the Miami Dolphins as his deep. And I got there with the underdog Seattle Seahawks on the road winning in Jamie G. You had the, the Cincinnati Bengals as your fade. That one did not work out so well. I had the LA Chargers as my fade, and if the Atlanta Falcons defender does not just drop the ball, I mean, dude's running down the field, and he just drops the ball. No one punched it out or anything. He dropped it. I would have got there. So, you know, I I don't want to, like, complain, but this is what a dude legitimately, literally dropped the ball. That's how it went down. Somebody should have blew the whistle. What do our stats for the entire season look like? I know there have been a couple ugly weeks for us as we kind of settled into this challenging, challenging year, but have we at least clawed our way back to some form of respectability here? Yeah, I would say respectability is probably in, in the ballpark. Jamie G, you have hit 56% of your locks. I have hit 63%. You have hit 63% of your deeps, and I have hit 89% of my deep picks. That's our leader in the clubhouse. You have hit a third, 33% of your fades, and I have hit 22% of my fades. So, again, and not, the, not the greatest here. It, it's kind of odd that we've both been better at our deep picks than our locks, but I just think that goes to show you, you know, how many high-end asset like upsets there have been of these big favorites this year. And again, that's why I always say you need to have you know multiple entries. You need to have a plan, and sometimes you just plain old need to get lucky. Yes, you do, and that is a wrap. Let's move on to week 10 okay we're finished with week nine it's in the books here we are week 10 who are the biggest betting favorites heading into this week to start let me just say we got four teams on a bye you have the Bengals, patriots jets and ravens and those are all teams that are we are far more likely to use than to go against so that's already thinning out our options a bit before we even get to the favorites and the biggest favorites on the board for week 10 are the Philadelphia Eagles minus 10 and a half versus the Washington Commanders on Monday Night Football. The Kansas City Chiefs minus nine and a half versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Buffalo Bills minus seven and a half versus the Minnesota Vikings. The San Francisco 49ers minus seven versus the Los Angeles Chargers. The New York Giants minus six and a half versus the Houston Texans. The Las Vegas Raiders minus five and a half versus the Indianapolis Colts and whoever is coaching them, possibly Jeff Saturday. 
And finally, the Dallas Cowboys five-point favorites on the road at Lambeau Field. I think up top, it's pretty obvious that, you know, Philly and KC both feel pretty good here, but it's really easy to poke holes in the rest of the favorites. And any team who's a favorite who I didn't list there is favored by between four and two and a half points. So it's a really concentrated week. And then you've got these kind of bunch of teams in that seven and a half to five range and a bunch of teams in that four to two and a half range. So really only have a couple of teams that are sticking out up top. And guys, I hate to break it to you, but it is officially business time. We are going to go on the record here with our picks for week 10. And each week we start off by giving each of you our lock of the week. For the record, we can only use a team twice as our lock throughout the entire season. Mills, you're on the hot seat tonight first, buddy. Who is your Week 10 lock? This one is pretty easy for me here. I can go back to the well one more time with the Eagles, and I am going to do so on Monday Night Football versus the Commanders. Sure, the Eagles struggled a little bit on Thursday Night Football at the Texans, but guess what? Now they get the kind of quasi-bye week chance to rest up at home versus the commander's team who again was feisty versus the vikings but those are the same vikings that the eagles blew out the same vikings who have only beat one team with a winning record so i feel pretty confident that the eagles handle their business here because it's a divisional game i might not feel 100 percent about buying in at minus 10 and a half but i feel very confident in a survivor standpoint like, yeah you know if you haven't used the eagles bullet here i think this is a good week to do it because it's you know kind of all over the place to be honest with you for me, I am going to go back to the well. I've been there once before this season. I'm going to do it again. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, they almost lost to a backup quarterback who literally cannot pass the football. But that's a team that had a dominant defensive performance that knows how to play against Kansas City and has a freight train at running back. Kansas City is not going to run into that this week. I like them at home. It's a good spot to use them. I'm comfortable plugging them in. That's my lock of the week. Uh, just wait till Travis Etienne has the five touchdown game this week. Apologies to uh, you played against Joe Mixon in fantasy football last week. And you and put it this way. If you played against Joe Mixon and you won, buy some lottery tickets. Like, yeah, go ahead. Do that. You know, go all in on your survivor. Get a little funky with it this week. No. No. You know, one thing you can do to get a little funky is to fade a team. And we're going to give our fades of the week. And what we're trying to do is fade a team who is expected to be one of the most used teams in your Survivor League. We can fade a team as many times as we like because usually we're fading a you know team that's favored by four, five, six, seven, even more points. So it's not the easiest thing in the world to hit these. But we're here. We're trying. We're working on it for you. Jamie G, who is your fade for week 10? People are going to call me crazy here, and I'm going to get a lot of hate, and that's okay. Get to your little keyboards and start typing your little messages of hatred towards me, and that's fine, okay? I don't care, because I'm telling you right now, be careful. We saw it last week with Tom Brady and the Bucks as they finally got their comeback. They finally won a game. It is going to happen with the Green Bay Packers. They're at home. This is against Dallas. So Mike McCarthy returns home. I am telling you to be careful with the Dallas Cowboys this week. I am fading to Magna Mills. Should they win? Yes. Is Green Bay playing terrible? Yes. Do injuries pile up beyond belief on, on the defensive side of the ball and off? Yes. 
but somehow, some way, if they're going to do it, this is the only week they can do it. They have to have this one. Otherwise, it's over. Wheels are off. It's broke. It's done. Okay. This one's the one. I'd be careful with Dallas. Yeah. So you'd say it's like, you know, blow the whistle or the bridge is over kind of deal. I can appreciate that. And, you know, I would like to see the Cowboys lose from a personal standpoint. But, you know, like Aaron Rodgers said, like they're in DGAF mode right now. Like they, they can't care anymore. They have to just somehow do something. Maybe it's finally AJ Dillon week. We'll see. For me, I'm going to go kind of the other end of the spectrum. And I am going to fade the Las Vegas Raiders because, A, they've been a very bad football team this year. Devontae Adams has been good and pretty much, you know, <laughs> Max Crosby's obviously been good on defense. After that, you're asking me for their, well, then Josh Jacobs, but then, all right, then you're like, Matt Collins has been like their fourth best player this year, all right? That should tell you what you need to know. And they're playing the Colts, who are going to probably have Jeff Saturday as their interim head coach. And you've heard of the dead cat bounce, but there's also the interim coach bounce. Yeah. Maybe just any kind of change here could work. I think it would help a lot if they got Jonathan Taylor back. You could definitely see him just going off against the Raiders defense if he was somehow close to healthy. I don't know. This is more of a you know a shot against the Raiders than the Colts. I just think the Colts are going to have that week where everyone comes to work hyper focused. You know, maybe they get you know they get shut out by the Raiders or something and it all falls apart. But if the Colts are ever going to turn it around, like you're kind of saying about the Packers, it has to be like right here, right now. And the Raiders have been bad enough that that's certainly a possibility. I think. I got to believe that they're going to play hard for Jeff Saturday. It may not work and it may be the worst decision. Or maybe he could fill in on the offensive line. He would probably be an upgrade in a couple of their spots. He might be an upgrade. I just, we'll see, man. We'll see what type of team comes out there. I like that fade this week, Magnum Mills. There's no need. All right. There's no need to stick your toe in the water. Just dive right in. All right. Just don't just hang a fang. I'm talking about get in there. It is time to roll into the deep. Our deep picks for week 10. These are teams who should not be one of the top three or four most used teams in survivor contests. Sometimes it's okay to eat the chalk here. Just ask Greco. But most of the time, you're better off rolling in the deep. Mills? Who is your deep for week 10? This is where you've earned your living. So no pressure. No pressure. That's what you got. Like, you don't mess with the streak, right? You kind of ride the wave. I'm just doing what I did last week. The Seahawks, like a two point favorite on the road, this time in Germany. Give me the Seahawks over the Bucks. I mean, Tampa Bay needed, you know, every last miracle to beat the Rams. Even Jalen Ramsey was like, when they stopped the Bucks, you know, deep in their own end, fourth and six or whatever, turn the ball over on downs. That game should have been over. The Rams legitimately couldn't even gain 10 yards to save their season. I mean, in the Bucks again, Tom Brady to Kate Otten. Yeah, it's not good for the Bucks. Meanwhile, the Seahawks are playing inspired ball on both sides of the ball. Geno Smith is legitimately a most improved candidate. They have two dynamic wide receivers. Kenneth Walker already looks like one of the better backs in the NFL, and their defense gets better every week. Yeah, dude. Uh, Tom Brady's going to do something. He's never done in his career. He's going to take an L in Germany. Wow. Well, there's a first for first for everything. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little bit of a chance here, Magnum Mills. Okay, I'm gonna ride a defense in a running game at home and i'm gonna take the tennessee titans okay and 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 if 
if Ryan Tannehill's back, I'm taking the Tennessee Titans and I'm banging the damn table. Okay, I'm banging it. If Malik Willis is back there, I'm still taking him, but I'm not. I'm not banging it. I'm a little. I'm taking him, but I'm kind of like, Ugh. you know, this team's defense is really good, particularly their front seven and some of the ways they can scheme. I think is really impressive. Um, they got a monster at defensive tackle in Jeffrey Simmons. They got a bunch of good edge rushers. They're just they're just a really sound team that's coached well, and they run the football, and that's what they do. Even when teams know they can't do anything else, they're running the football. So, it, you know, it's not like they have the best weapons at receiver, even if even if Joe Montana was playing for him. But if Ryan Tannehill is making, you know, having this game, I really like him here, man. This is the first time we're seeing, you know, Denver after they got rid of Bradley Chubb. They're on the road. Uh, yes, they're coming out of a bye. Denver has not looked good this entire season. I don't see them looking good this game. I like Tennessee at home here. They're still five and three. Expect them to get a win here and become a six and three football team. I see how it is. So you're all in if it's Ryan Tannehill, but it's just a tip if it's Malik Willis. So uh, I, think we, I, I think we got that straight there. That makes sense. And look, we're at the point of the season now. We've had nine weeks in the books. We haven't named nine teams. So there's a chance that, you know, whatever we talked about didn't help you at all. So we're going to one last effort to help here. We're going to give you our top five survivor options to stay alive in week 10. At number five, we have the Buffalo Bills at home versus the Vikings. Again, little question about Josh Allen, but you know what? I still think the Bills win this game, even with Case Keenum at quarterback. As I alluded to earlier, Minnesota has only beaten one team with a winning record. They barely beat the Commanders. Uh, I think that, you know, Bills are really in a nice bounce back spot here, and I think that line will definitely move if we know that Josh Allen's definitely going to start. At number four, I have the San Francisco 49ers, minus seven points, versus the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are struggling, man. I do think they will probably be without Keenan Allen and Mike Williams once again, still without Rashawn Slater, without Joey Bosa. There's only so much you can do. J.C. Jackson out for the year. You know, unfortunately, the Chargers are just kind of doing Charger things again, and they're wasting yet another year of Justin Herbert's rookie deal. Meanwhile, the 49ers got a bye week, got to get healthy on defense, integrate Christian McCaffrey fully into the offense. At number three, we have the New York Giants, six-and-a-half-point favorites at home versus the Texans. Again, the Giants have just shown an knack for winning games. They're coming out of the bye. Texans will probably once again be without Brandon Cooks, without Nico Collins, so it's pretty much just a Damian Pierce show for the Texans. At number two, we have the Kansas City Chiefs at home versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, maybe Jacksonville covers. Travis Etienne has himself a day, but at the end of the day, I fully expect Kansas City to pull out the win here and to avoid any appearance of bias, and because he usually gives our number one option anyways, I'm going to let Jamie G handle our number one option to stay alive for week 10. Yeah, and spoiler alert, it's not my Buffalo Bills, okay? So we're keeping it real on this show, but it is another really good football team, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles taking on at home the Washington Commanders. I like the birds at home. They're 10.5-point favorites. Now, the Commanders have been, you know, feisty and a plucky team here with T Taylor Heineke. He's definitely given him a boost, but it can only be Heineken time for so long, right? I mean, the Eagles are balanced enough to absolutely win in a shootout or – play good enough defense and run the football and control the clock to win in a low-scoring affair. I like them at home here. I get that it's a division game. I, I get all that. We're not even – the Wentz storyline's totally done. That's not even a thing anymore. They're probably better off with Heineke. I, I still think the Eagles 
get this done at home. And I think they do it comfortably. Yeah. And even, I mean, that FC East is pretty good division all of a sudden. So if you're going to use them against a division opponent, Washington at home is the ideal matchup for that. So I definitely like that. And one more thing before we get out of here is, you know, you see these mid-season survivor contests sometimes. So two weeks ago, we started our own little mid-season survivor contest, little survivor junior, if you will. All that means is we started a new survivor league from scratch beginning in week eight, where we each had every team available. Jamie G, you've used the Cowboys and the Chiefs. I've used the Eagles and the Chiefs. We've both survived so far, although it took overtime against the Titans on Sunday Night Football, but we got there. So, uh, Jamie G, who are you taking this week in your Survivor Junior? On Survivor Junior this this week, I, I'm ax- absolutely sold on the Philadelphia Eagles at home. It's a great spot to use them. I think they get to 9-0 and here. I'm I'm taking the birds at home. Again, I, I you know I have them as my lock this week, so I think this is a week where there's pretty much you know no daylight between what we would do in our Survivor Junior and what we would do overall. You know, I think the only team really that you have to think about from a global standpoint is probably the Giants because when are you going to use them again? You know, it feels like a good spot against the Texans, but realistically, the only other spot you're probably going to really go to them is at home versus the commanders. So I think the giants feel like the only kind of use it or lose it spot this week. And, you know, unless you want to go with the Raiders, which I do not want to do. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that pretty much, you know, again, try to help you out a little bit. There definitely are these mid season survivor leagues, but you know, we're starting to get down to the nitty gritty and I'm sure, you know, week nine took some, uh, there was a body count after week nine, I'm guessing and a lot of survivor leagues. Yeah. It's a couple upsets for sure. And, Thank you guys for checking us out, checking out our Survivor podcast presented by Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. Check back this weekend for an update to cover any issues that might pop up between now and then. Injuries, new coaches, all the like. Let us know who your lock of the week is by dropping us a comment on the YouTube video or hit us up on our social needs at Seize the Gap FF, baby. Mills, tell these future Survivor champions, where they can put all of their money once they've made it, and how they can find all of our stuff. Um, definitely want to buy like the was it trading place? You want to buy the oranges? Buy orange futures? I think is uh, that's what you want to buy, depending on the frost or whatnot. Probably not a frost, given the, the season we'd have. So again, not not extremely well versed in orange futures, but it worked in a uh, trading places. So just make sure you watch the movie before you invest. I would say that. And like the man said, find us on the social meds at Seize the Gap FF. Find a podcast wherever you get your pods by searching for Seize the Gap. And you can find our YouTube channel at JoeBlowFootballShow.com. Thanks again for checking us out. I am Magna Mills. He is Jamie G. And remember, to win your Survivor Leagues, you need to have a plan. And you need to get lucky. We'll see you next time with our Week 10 Survivor Update. This has been Survivor, presented by Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. The views expressed here are those of the hosts and do not reflect the views of other individuals, entities, or organizations. All team names and logos are trademarks of the NFL and their respective teams and organizations. Thanks again for checking us out. Please remember to like and subscribe. Good luck to you in all of your Survivor leagues and contests. We'll see you next time.